Welcome to the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Flame Podcast Network with Kelly, Scott, Michael, and myself. It is August the 4th at RPG A Day 2019 with the prompt being share and not that share the singer. <laughs> do you believe in life after love? <laughs> do the little vibrating thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> so the word of the day is share. So who wants to go first? Unless you want me to go first. You can go first. first Okay. You'll share the spotlight with me, guys. (laughs) I love you guys. So I'm going to actually, you know what? I'm going to use that as my prompt. Share the spotlight. As a game master and player, sharing the spotlight is a super important thing to do with the gaming group. Now, we all know when we want to, like, have that cool scene, and I'm not looking at any of you judgmental. I'm just looking to focus my eyes. Because I'm in GM mode. No, you're engaging all of us. That was yesterday. Today it's all about (laughs) sharing. Where you as a GM can be so caught up in your script and your head or on your paper and you want to make sure to share all the bullet points and you're sitting there for 30 minutes and realizing I've been the only one talking for 30 minutes and oh sweet Jesus, what did I do? I completely bored you guys by talking or amazed you guys and you're all quiet and it feels more like theater where the spotlight's on me and nothing on you guys but let's be honest, you're the players, your characters and you guys are the spotlight. The GM is just the dressing and you're the direction. You're the stage, you're everything. So make sure you share the spotlight. You know, like as a GM it's better when you flow with descriptions and hopefully you share with different players and ask questions and engage back and forth. And make sure as a player that you're not hogging the spotlight. Now, granted, you all know my play style. I, I try to, like, pick things that are your billy wax. So you guys focus on, you know, hey, here's this scene with Peter, with Hilda. And, of course, it's kind of a spotlight moment here. So it's one of those of you, you need to share this moment with Peter because he's going to get really crazy here. And I'm going to seduce him as a beautiful German super spy <laughs> with knockout lipstick. or all of a sudden it's an engineering issue and scrapper is needed and it's all about can you save the engine in time to keep everyone from dying of course but you know as as players make sure you do share the spotlight now nobody in this group has any issues with that thank god but there are some players and some systems that kind of spotlight themselves and want to make it the 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 you know, Jim Butcher's Dresden file show where the spotlight is on Dresden the whole time. Why? Well, it's because it's Dresden's book. It's Dresden's the main character. He, he's a bit of a spotlight hog because it's his story. 
But like, if you read a short story where you see the characters jumping and moving, everybody's getting the spotlight. So just make sure you kind of like share the spotlight. And uh, as a player and GM, make sure the GM's not hogging the spotlight, the players aren't hogging the spotlight. Hmm. So with that little bit of info, I'm going to share the moment with the rest of you. Uh-huh. So talking about sharing the spotlight, one of the things that I really like about these rules uh, the, the Genesis Genesis rule, and the Genesis rule system is that it's specifically set up for a collaborative role playing mm-hmm. together. So it becomes really easy to share all of the different things. Anybody can like suggest advantage or disadvantage. It's 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 a group story system, mm-hmm. um, and that and that's one of the things that you really like about the rules and and how it's set up. Um, it's actually made for sharing. It's so that way each person is able to maintain their own spotlight, be their own character, and and, and be able to do things. So a lot of it has to do with the actual story system on making it easier or harder to share. Mm -hmm. Um, You can share in any system. It's just a matter of how how well set up the rule systems are for it. Um, Mm -hmm. There are some role-playing games where it's practically exclusive storytelling and sharing, where each individual player is putting a little bit more into the character, into the story. Um, There's a few role-playing games where there isn't actually even one coordinated GM, where the entire group is kind of for lack of a better word, getting around a campfire and just telling the story and sharing the story amongst themselves as well. There are a lot of fun GM-less games mm-hmm. that work like that. Like Fiasco, uh, Eleven Candles. We've Eleven never Candles. played that one. But I've, I've played it and it's fun because there's Eleven Candles and as the story goes out, another candle goes out and you guys are adding to the story. You know, Each person takes a turn of we're telling this campfire story mm-hmm. in a dark setting and another candle goes out. And then it goes to the next chapter. And like, there's an abbreviated version. We start with like six candles, so it, it's only like an hour long story. And you guys start with these things of like, we're in a post alien invasion apocalypse, and we're hiding in the basement right now. Mm-hmm. And you make a declaration, and then you put out a candle, and then basically goes around. And then it's like, how does this story end? Because it becomes that collaborative shared story, which like most good RPGs, there are shared stories. So, with me, with sharing, uh, I love sharing my experiences with everything. So that way, one, when I went to work, I was talking about my experience with my D&D group. Uh, I noticed that one of the new guys had his own campaign, or was in a campaign with when he first started. I'm like, hey, cool, I can, can I join in at all? But yeah. So I was able to share my experience with everyone else, so that way all the newbies know what's going on. I can talk about the DM so they know what they're doing. Uh, and then it all, at the end, it always turns out, depending on the DM, how great they are or how horrible they are. You get the ones that say, no, I'm God. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been yes, there. we've all had those. We've all, so, all had the occasional experience like that. So with me, I love, uh, sh- again, sharing my group, too. So I would be like, all right, hey, we have a better D- G- DM GM here. <laughs> my GM's better than yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> Because it always sucks when the player's having a bad experience, mm-hmm. and then they're like, I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the worst. So it's like, here's my experience with everything. This is what I do. This is uh, 
how I would run this character. This is what I will do. All up to you, though. You could take that to heart. You could learn from it. You could do whatever. So I love sharing experiences. I love talking about Genesis, D&D outside of work or outside of here. Just so that way everyone has an idea of what's going on out there. So that way they can still enjoy it. Because you, you can engage. Yeah. You can <laughs> <And> share. <laughs> hey, I, I miss those days when I used to work my old job with my buddy Duncan. He has his game groups, I have my game groups, and we literally exchange stories yeah. during downtime. <clears throat> and it's just like, it was so cool the day when this happened. The no shit, there I was, this is what <laughs> happened, and they're like, awesome. Because when they were still doing that D&D thing, and then with uh, Joseph, RDM, uh, we were fighting the we went into this room, and I'm a paladin. Guys, let's not open up these coffins. <laughs> the necromancer, no, I can nominate the dead. I'm like, please, no. One, as a, as my player, no, or as my character, no. As me being the player, let's let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> let's open this casket, yeah. So of course. <laughs> Like, let's go for the drama. Yeah, exactly. You know you're role playing right when your character and you say two separate things. <laughs> yeah, that's when you put your character skin on right. Yeah. Then so I'm like, fine. If you guys are gonna do this, I'm gonna step out of the room. They open it up. Skeleton Minotaur comes out. I scream. I told you so. <laughs> I go in there to help them face the other two Minotaurs. One of them was running at me, so I get knocked prone. As I'm flying in midair, I look at the necromancer. I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> I told you so. You just see, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> and slow <laughs> And then finally, we finish that encounter. So everything I'm, do- I'm saying right now, I told my other group. <laughs> I get up. Me and the other paladin, the other paladin, all of you said, let's do the open of the, ne- the coffins. But no. Different so, kind of balance. Yeah. <laughs> the last coffin. They wanted to open it up. The orc and the necromancer. They open it up. It's a mimic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and before the campaign or that session ended, because of how late it got, I screamed, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Ex- sharing experiences, everyone enjoying it. It's like, wow, that sounds so much better than this campaign. <laughs> Join us. Uh, well, for me, I mean, just touching base like on what Scott said. Uh, the, yeah, this a lot of the systems they allow you to share. Like, for example, the Genesis or the Star Wars. I can give dice bonuses to other people, mm-hmm. which is nice and stuff. But I love how like I just groups that like to share in general so it's like oh I forgot dice hey I've got dice here borrow my dice although I will never share my dice with you you wow. curse my dice you should name me by name since yeah. I can see me the GM the look that no. you're giving me it he is the curses eye my of dice. Eye. it is He's the not, eye bite of spells he is not allowed to touch my dice I will share with anyone but Jim because Jim curses my dice just to clarify it's because I can pick up her dice and tell her what she will roll, and then and put I'll, it back down. And, and damn it, if not, I attune so her dice like guns. a magic item in D anD. It does, and then it follows my whim. This has happened so many times <laughs> that yeah, no, I, I, I have. And then I just look at her and I say, 
be really great if you were a one right now. And then I'll roll a one because he can curse me like that. <laughs> but then again, I can do it to other people too. I've done it even yes. to, to Michael in the high seas game. That's true. But I'll look at his orb and say, dude, a one would be awesome right Different now. Michael, by the way. Different <laughs> Michael. <laughs> yeah. Our half our a half, half orc orc monk. monk <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so no, the, the fact that uh, gaming groups are, hey, just anybody with a piece of paper. Yeah, here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with paper gaming, it's a lot easier to do that than some other types of gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it builds a camaraderie type of thing, you know. So even though technically you need, like, paper pens and, and dice and stuff for this, you know, most people are more than willing to share what they use. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, specifically you, you bring in... Whenever we have the Star Wars or the Genesis games, you always uh-huh. bring in a big bag of Star Wars dice, which can be mm-hmm. used for both systems. When, when I first because came, it's harder to find those dice. Yeah. When, when I first came into the room, I thought we were playing Tunnels and Trolls. There were so many <laughs> As you can. <laughs> but, but it's true. I mean, it's like in any, any social thing, sharing, it's, it's mm-hmm. like a potluck. You know, you share food with your friends, you share drinks with your friends. As, have you ever seen a GM in almost any game that won't share his books with the players? It's like, the, with the exception being book. the Monster Manual. And then it's like, no, you can't look at my precious. Or even the, their campaign. The GM's, yeah. Oh, the GM's Bible. Yeah, the, the GM's Bible, which, by the way... I will share a little story that I you know from from Rincon a few years ago. One of one of our favorite GMs that's out there, and you know, he basically had this little panel on GM cabinet information. Because and you guys know I do a lot of the whole describe off camera stuff that's happening just because it's cinematic. Flavor text. And if you're not sharing with your players what's going on in the world, you're doing them a disservice. And as he bluntly put it, you're basically self masturbating yourself because you're not sharing any of that information with anyone. And I gotta admit, as somebody who's GM for 30 years, there's so much crap I've written in books that have never seen the day of light. It's like, damn, they would have enjoyed knowing about this thing going on. That mm-hmm. I tried to get in the story, but they went off track. <laughs> to not, it doesn't matter. And of course, I've done that retroactively in games. Of like, oh yeah, there was a dragon they wanted you to slay, but you did this thing instead, so it burned down the alchemist factory. So healing potions are now 50% more gold. <laughs> <laughs> It's truth and consequence of, of what you do. But definitely, uh, I would say as a GM, share with your players openly. Don't worry about the metagaming because, you know, like in Genesis, by the way, none of you guys have done it. Genesis is great when players decide to metagame because you're like, roll dice. And when threats come up and happen, it's like, maybe you shouldn't have rolled those dice. <laughs> <laughs> I even had another one of our Star Wars groups call it out of damn, we got punished for metagaming, didn't we? He's like, no, we got punished for rolling dice too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I guess you could also say that there's, it's important sometimes when you don't share things. True, no, no because, when Because, yeah, when it's no when effects. to share and when not to share. Like, um, for example, like my like one of my characters who I haven't played in a really long time, but she has this whole hidden backs backstory oh, that yeah. um, uh, I wrote and I gave to Jim so he can incorporate it in. And I've done that with my a lot of, a lot with my Scion characters mm-hmm. that my regular that the regular players 
they have no idea of this this backstory, but it gives him all of this fodder mm-hmm. that he could use, you know. And as a good GM, it's it's not mm-hmm. mine to share, it's yours to share. Exactly. So, so then when a character from your backstory comes up and you immediately face drop on the table with, oh my god, I don't believe so-and-so's here. The rest uh-huh. of the group, like, especially Carrie, would be like, what? <laughs> tell me! Tell me! You're, you're reacting to this thing I don't know! Yeah, so, I mean, And then you just have that re- great reveal. Yeah. And, and it also allows things to build and be for the proper time. For mm-hmm. instance, Peter had the backstory of the of Russian royalty yeah. yeah. from the very beginning. Uh-huh. But... It was, I think you, you did an amazing job of, of letting me and letting Peter kind of grow as mm-hmm. a persona and continue to kind of have this story. So that way when it turns out that I am actually Russian royalty and we're starting to go back to my homeland, mm-hmm. as you said last week, uh, you know, as you said last week, well, or somebody asked you, do you think he's actually Russian, do you think he's actually Russian royalty? You went... Well, you know, he could be. That's why all of these things happened to him. Yeah, and at first, but remember, she reacted like, yeah, no, you're not. Seriousness. <laughs> but, like, I'm also interested because certain, like, revenant that we revenant. know obviously has some type of backstory. There's a and with the fact there. that he, he like, made, doesn't have all his memories in, so it's like, mm-hmm. we know something could be <laughs> happening. So it's like... But it's not shared right away. So we mm-hmm. don't know. And it's kind of like it the gives us a building up of suspense mm-hmm. of, ooh, where, 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 this could go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So he is, is he a confederate that was like <laughs> deserter or something from the American be, Civil War? What? I would want you to try to remember your memories after yeah. seeing that. <laughs> yeah, no. As <laughs> one day he gets so, them and then he's like, take it out. And he takes the spoon <laughs> Knows. It's like, huh, did I really do that? Yeah. But yeah, I'm letting, a bad person. Letting secrets just kind of stay there for a while mm-hmm. and build percolate. and percolate is, is also really important. Yeah. Like any good writer, you know, you, you want to sprinkle and pepper out a little bit of, bit, bit of interest and then dangle it away. <laughs> and also the whole, another thing for, uh, a good thing for not sharing right away or anything is like when you write the little note to the GM for your character. <laughs> GMs love that shit. It's like, because then all the other characters are like, what's going on? Even but if we it's can't, just something you know, is, you want to get in and out after the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and if you really, if you really want to overshare, say, this note doesn't mean nothing. Exactly. I'm just to see what's going on. I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> One of the funniest ones I got was just a dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and everyone was getting super paranoid at the game. Yeah. That happened. Because then they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Do we need to be worried about this? And, and also, I'll throw out there, as a GM point of view, GM should share with other GMs. GM therapy sessions are a good thing to share. Mm-hmm. Aggravations, fun, joy. Well, I think styles. that would be great, especially for new GMs. Especially for new GMs. So because... that way you don't feel like you're screwing it all up. Yeah. And then all of us old GMs say, we're really just making it all up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Gygax shared that secret that the real secret is we don't need books. <laughs> <laughs> all of these books are just suggestions. 
or guideline. More of a guideline, really. See, and by sharing, you know this that you're not that different than the rest of us. Well, share when you're talking about gaining is you are part of this group, you're sharing the responsibilities. You know, you, you share the loot, <laughs> you share the battle, you know, everyone gets their piece, okay? You know, um, I, oh, yay, it's my turn to go. I, I'm going to, you know, you know, and then it's the next person's that round robin, mm-hmm. you know, feel where um, you're working all as a unit. So you're sharing the experience, okay? Mm-hmm. And... When you do a sort of round robin, like how we interact, like um, it gives you, um, when you're sharing that, you're world building, mm-hmm. okay? And you want your team, you, you want your group to do well, you know? I want, you know, okay, I did my role and I did my part, you know, but oh, damn, I failed. So you, you know, share in each other's ups and downs. Yeah, your triumphs, your fails, your despairs. yeah, and uh, uh, it, it's it's a shared experience. You know, it's kind of awesome. That's the magical thing of role playing games. Yeah, period. It's the it's not us at home playing MMOs together, just like shouting over Skype. It's it's actually at a table sharing the experience. Yeah, getting to hang Heck, out with your even friends. sharing your snacks and. <laughs> And yeah, no, seriously. Sharing your funions. It's like yeah. <laughs> yes. We do love the get bakery. Yeah. <laughs> Yum and tasty. So that's that's what share means for me. Um, I'm in the same the same vein, but it is I like playing role playing games and board games because you are playing with people who are in front of you. That it's it feels more in the moment, and you have you have a friendship that you don't have in any other way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what's that thing? Um, why have one life when you can have multiples? Like, exactly. Be a, be a role yeah. player. Yeah. Be a role player. But it's um, that you're one of the things that I like most about role playing is that you get to be somebody that you're not, even though that's clearly a piece of your personality, or you wouldn't you wouldn't play it. Mm -hmm. But um, you're telling a story together. Remember when we were little and you used to do, it's kind of like telephone, only one person starts the story and then the next person takes the next sentence and the next person takes the next sentence or paragraph and you move around. The story that you started telling is by no means the story (laughs) that you get by the end of the group. (laughs) But the story is so much better than what you could have come up with. Mm -hmm. And that is why I like role playing is we have somebody who creates a world for us and creates a setting for us. And together we populate that setting with the people that we want to play with, with the, the powers that we want to have and with the characters that we want to be involved with. And that's, that for me is the best part about what we share when we sit down to play together. The collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's true. It's, it's not one person makes a setting. It's everybody. Uh-huh. Everyone's bringing something in. Even if it's just a one bad decision, that becomes part of the shared experience. <laughs> a certain green dragon I won't mention. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a shared experience. It's a 
sharing is king. But it's also shared memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, because you'll be like, remember we did that one game? No oh shit, there was so fun. I know. <laughs> it's the best. Sharing is yeah. important. So that's August the 4th. Sharing is caring. Or just share. <laughs> or share the singer. As the case may be. You know you want to burst out into the share song. Go ahead. Take us out with a share song. Oh, now I'm on the spot. Uh, okay, I'm like, sharing the spotlight with you. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> I believe life after resurrection. <laughs> Is I do too. <laughs> Where's the cleric? No, no, kid the druid. <laughs> Let's come back as a different race. <laughs> Where's Richard Nixon? World <laughs> of Warcraft, the, you know, raise them as a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> For the, the death, death knights. Bring your friends back as undead to continue fighting during the fight. Yeah. Best uh-huh. way to share ever. <laughs> I'm not done fighting, get up and fight with me. <laughs> So thank you very much, guys, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. On the battlefield, I'm a warrior, ready to kill or be killed. I've defeated orcs from the north, sent Kandorian demon spawns back to the depths, and drank with Sumerian heroes. But when I get back from a hard day of disemboweling my enemies, I enjoy nothing more than to open my castle doors and find a dungeon crate as my reward for blood well spilled. Designed for role players and tabletop gamers, Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service with a treasure hoard of loot you can use on or off the battlefield. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handcrafted items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. So what say you? Are you ready for postal glory? Oh boy. DungeonCrate.com let the adventure begin. The fourth is share. 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 And not the lead. And not the lead. Oh, wrong share. Share. I was thinking of that too. <laughs> <laughs> if I could turn back time. <laughs>